0: Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hi, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you?
0: Uh, you know talking 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 as always
1: <laughs> so uh thank you for taking time cory taylor um it's a real pleasure i mean you're very busy um having two successful bands um once with slipknot and then stone sour now solo stuff is coming up as well um are you never afraid that it might get too much at some point i mean you've been solo gigging already but it's just so much writing music a horror movie collection as well
0: <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> It's like I you never stand still, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've always been somebody who just kind of goes with my interests and my my passions. Obviously, I've really just kind of tried to go with where the energy goes, and uh, you know, sometimes that means you know going down a, a totally different path than the the one that I'm kind of known for. But like I say, you know, at, at the same time though, it's I didn't explore this just because I wanted to, you know maybe take advantage of the fact that my name is known for, you know, for, for being something. And I, I just wanted to make a great album, you know, and for me, this was a perfect way to do that. Just based on the fact that this, these songs are so different than anything I've ever released. And that in itself was enough of a reason to do it. But at the same time, knowing that I'd written all these songs and, and, and worked on them and put them together over the course of just around 20 years, it feels good to be able to you know kind of put something up that I believe in you know
1: yeah and I mean it's like your first uh, real solo record and um, how are they different from songs for the band how do you decide which song is for which band and which song you you want to um, go solo with
0: well you know I mean it's some of them are, are pretty pretty obvious. You know, you got a song like Samantha's Gone, doesn't really fit with either band, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, there's there's other songs that I've written over the years that, you know, I've brought in with either band and they just haven't been into it or they just, you know, for whatever reason, just it didn't jive. So I just kind of stuck them, you know, put them away and saved them for a rainy day, basically. Uh, and then there were songs that I wrote that I've tried to give to other bands over the years. And they didn't want to go with it or whatever, and I was like, "Well, that's your loss, you know." These yeah. great songs. So yeah, I mean, it's for whatever reason, it's almost kismet that I've, I've been left with so many songs that yeah, I can now kind of repurpose for my uh, for my solo career. Because I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I've got two more albums full of songs that I can release. Uh, it's a solo record. Comes. Yeah, it's just to go in and, and do uh, you know solo stuff. So. I've got at least three solo albums in me, at least, you know, that's not, and that's not counting anything that I write in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mix between Leftovers and then new songs, uh, with the thought in mind that this is just a solo song now?
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's some of this stuff I obviously I've been working on for a while and I, I demoed and. And I've had kind of sitting there. But at the same time, there's songs like Silverfish, which were songs that, a song that I wrote a couple of years ago and had been kind of working on and, and toiling with before I even thought to do a solo album. It was just kind of you know perfect storm that it would end up being on this album. you know. So yeah, it's a little bit of old stuff, a little bit of new stuff, and, and a little bit of stuff that I've been sitting on for a while that you know, I've been wanting to do.
1: How far does the oldest song go back that is on this record now?
0: Well, uh, I can tell you the verses, like two of the verses for Highway 666 go back to when I was in high school.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I found them. I actually found them in a notebook. I was at my grandmother's house, uh, kind of going through some stuff and I found a notebook from high school. It was my old English notebook. There they were. And I just kind of went, Oh wow. That God, I remember this. and, you know, when the time came to, to work on this album, I was like, I should finish that song from high school. I should finish those ideas from high school, and it turned into this, and it actually exceeded anything that I could have ever imagined when I was a kid. You know, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun, kind of marrying those verses to you know a, a more adult kind of vision of what life could be, you know, it, it came together really, really well. I can
1: just, like, imagine it, like, you're just, like, in, a, in the English class, and, like, the teacher is like, okay, take notes now, and you're just, like, writing a great song for, like, I don't know how many years later.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, totally. <laughs> Who knew that the seeds for that would be, you know, kind of ground in the, in the notebook, you yeah.
1: know? <laughs> so uh, what's what's the record about, like, roughly? What what influenced it lyrically and musically, if there's, like, from such a um, broad time
0: I mean, it's it's kind of a little bit of everything, you know. Um, there's definitely a, a very positive vibe that's on this album. You know, it's very much a, a collection of songs about moments. You know, there's I don't think there's an overall, overlying theme. It's, a, it's just a collection of moments through through life. You know, you got a song like Samantha's Gone, which is kind of tongue-in-cheek uh, about being the sober dude now. You know, just kind of looking at life going, well, shit, now what? You know, like it's just, you, know, you burn through all your vices. You know, don't have a lot of money left. What's left to do? But then, just kind of, you know, try to kind of get on with stuff. So it's it's almost satirical in a way. Yeah. Then you have a song like Silverfish, which is very contemplative and very, uh, very much about dealing with those quiet moments where your depression and your addiction can kind of threaten to get in and try to, you know, it's about trying to keep your mind calm and and trying to see through you know, the storm that can gather with that, you know, because sometimes that's the worst thing that can happen to somebody is that calm before the storm, you know, not, yeah. not keeping yourself distracted and, and uh, just kind of trying to, 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 get through it. Um, so there's all kinds of different moments on this album. There are very light moments and then there are very, I don't want to say sad moments, but definitely moments for reflection. Yeah.
1: You mentioned, uh, Samantha's gone and Silverfish, um, I think twice or like a few times now. Um, are these um, some of your favorite songs on the record?
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there are a couple of them. I mean, Samantha's gone such a great song. I love the chorus on it. I and mean, Silverfish is probably one of my favorite songs that I've ever written musically. But there's still s- stuff on here like Minor Locks is a is a favorite, which I, I just love that song, man. It's it's probably the most fun song that I've ever written just for the fact that it started as a dream. As a dream? Yeah, yeah. I had a dream that we were playing that song for an audience, and but I hadn't written that song yet. Well, with which that band did you play so I, it? <laughs> no, I was playing it with the solo band. Okay, so this was so I, I wrote this song about five or six months ago. Mm-hmm. I was actually on the road with Slipknot mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, just on this last European tour. Yeah, and I had a, had a dream that we were playing that song, and yet I hadn't written that song yet. So I woke up and I went, "That was a really cool song." So I fast, really, really fast, like wrote down uh, lyrics and ideas, and then picked a the guitar up and, and wrote it. And and the rest is history. So yeah, it was a very, very strange uh, place for that song to kind of come from, you know. But it was so much fun; I just couldn't help it. Yeah, Uh, but then there's stuff like "Home," which I absolutely adore. I wrote that for my wife. I'd spent two and a half years teaching myself piano so I could play it and and record it for her.
1: You taught yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: not cool. Yeah. Well, um, there's also um, another song that quite uh, stings out. Um, It's called Kansas. How did that one come about, and what's it
0: about? That song is actually an older one um, that I had for quite a while, uh, probably about 15 years. I demoed it, but it always felt incomplete for the longest time. So when the time came to kind of put the demos together for this, I, I took that song and and finished it basically. I, I rewrote the lyrics uh, for the for the verses. I rewrote the verses completely because I didn't really like what I had on the original version, and then added the modulation at the end where you know it jumps up a whole step. Uh, and just, it just made it a whole different song that really just pops, you know, that that song, that song is really about trying to get home, you know, and, yeah. and home can mean a place or it can mean a person Yeah. and just know, just knowing that you're on the road to getting to that place and fill you with such joy, you know,
1: it's like home is what a heart is, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Oh, that's really cool! It sounds really great. Today he released two songs. It's uh, they are called "Black Ice Blue" and um, Cory Motherfucking Taylor Must Be Stopped," which is quite a funny, uh, quite a funny title. Um, what's these songs about, and why uh, did you want to release these two songs, like as as your first uh, songs from the
0: record? These two songs really kind of represented the two ends of the spectrum musically that are on the album. You know, as all over the place musically as the album is. Um, and you can really hear my influences, and my references, like all over the place. These two songs really kind of represented maybe the two points where it all kind of comes together. Whereas you have Black Eyes Blue, which is very much a, song, a singer-songwriter kind of rock punk tune that really kind of uh, is, is uplifting. It's got a huge chorus. It's a, a very sweet song about seeing London for the first time with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, it was the first time that she had ever been there. I'd been there many times but she had never been there before and getting to see it through her eyes really reminded me of just how lucky I am as a person to be able to do what I do and see the world and also that maybe sometimes it takes the right person to be able to enjoy life again you know so that's you know that that was a song that I wrote. About her and and what she brings out of me, but then you have uh, CMFT must be stopped, which is just a big romp of a uh, an old school hip hop song. You know, like it's I wanted it to have that old school kind of Rick Rubin early '80s Run DMC vibe, where there it's hip hop, but it's it's rock. You know, it's it's real rock and uh, not new metal, which is completely different, but just a rock song with with hip hop tendencies, you know, and uh, it it felt really fun to be able to put that together and really kind of have this grandiose moment of showing the world just what they unleashed when they made me famous. Let's put it that way. I mean, just really, you know, having fun with it and realizing that, you know, there are people who love me, there are people who hate me, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to be me. And that's what that song is about.
1: And that's what we really appreciate about you.
0: Exactly. There you <laughs> <Right>? go. <laughs> um,
1: so who helped you on this record? I mean, um, do you have help from uh, some of your bandmates, right? Like well, recording yeah, well, it? Kinda.
0: yeah, I kind of. Yeah, uh, well, the, the solo band that I put together is made up of friends of mine from over the years. Mm. Um, people who I've known for a very long time and who I knew creatively and talent-wise could really destroy this album. Um, in a good uh, way. <laughs> yeah, in a very good way. <laughs> Christian Martucci, uh, who people know from Stone Sour, but he's also played with everybody from Black Star Riders to D.D. Ramone. He plays guitar. Zach Throne plays uh, the other guitar, who has played with everybody from Pearl Day to Bruce Kulick. There's Jason Christopher, who is everybody who knows is my best friend, who I've done uh, the acoustic solo shows with
1: yeah.
0: uh, on my book tours. Uh, he plays bass, and he's played with everybody from Prong and Ministry to Sebastian Bach. And then on drums, there's uh, Dustin Schoenhofer, who is the drummer for Balls of Jericho. He played with Premonitions of War. Uh, not really known as a, as a rock drummer, but he's one of the best drummers on, on the planet. Uh, very underrated, very under the radar. And uh, I just knew that he would crush on this album. They were also picked specifically for who they are as people, being able to be good friends and have a good time hanging out and really enjoying what we do, you know. I've spent a lot of time, sadly, over the years with people who are just miserable about mm-hmm. what they do for a living. And, and what they do, what they're allowed to do, you know, what they get to do yeah. for a career. Mm-hmm. And, and just sometimes when you achieve your dream, it's the best way to be miserable for some of these people. Yeah. And I realized that if I was going to do a solo album, I wanted it to be full of people who are just as stoked just as as happy, just as thrilled, just as excited as I am to be able to make music. Not only make music, but it, be able to just you know have fun doing it and to be able to do it with people who really enjoy it. That was the criteria for being in this band. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky that I know that many people who are that good and are also just fun people to be with.
1: Yeah, it sounds really great. It sounds really real, you know. Well,
0: that's, that's a perfect way to put it, yeah.
1: Um, And then... Yeah. I mean, we are in a really difficult time at the moment. I mean, uh, we cannot deny that. Yeah. Um, many musicians postponed uh, their release um, due to Corona and um, the whole crisis. Um, has that ever been a discussion for you as well? Um, and do you have an exact release date yet? Because all we know is that um, um, it's September at some point.
0: No, no, we actually moved it back because everything's kind of running behind. Actually, uh, October 2nd. Okay. Um, that's when... Yeah, so that's when the album will be dropping. Yeah, the the two songs come out July twenty ninth. Video comes out for CMFT Must Be Stopped uh, on the same day, July twenty ninth, and then a video for Black Eyes Blue comes out a couple weeks later. And then we will, I think, we're going to drop a couple more songs before the album actually drops on October second.
1: Okay, um, which ones? Which yeah. ones are to follow?
0: Don't know yet. I haven't really thought. I, 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 I want to do something that kind of represents all the different styles on the album as well. You know, so I don't want it to be the easy choice. Whereas everybody would be like, you know, just drop a heavy one. And I'm like, fuck that. You know, I want to do something that's more, you know, more in tune with like the spirit of the songwriting on the album. You know, so I haven't really decided which one that's going to be yet. But once I do, I'm going to figure it out.
1: Okay. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe Kansas or, or Minor Looks. Which is, I just love the title.
0: <laughs> maybe even, yeah, I know, right? Maybe even uh, Halfway Down, you know, because it's just mm-hmm. such a great rock tune, you know? We'll see. Uh, either way, I mean, the great thing is, is there's no wrong answers here because to okay. me, everything on the album is so killer yeah. that I think everybody will really enjoy hearing it, you know?
1: Oh, I, I totally think that too. Um, maybe um, let's go back to minor looks because I don't know. Like I said, the title is just really funny. Why, like <laughs> how's the constellation minor looks? Is that like, ha- can you explain that? Like where does that come from?
0: I know I know, it's weird. Um, it, it's it's We're German just gonna... and English. Basically.
1: I know, I uh, know.
0: <laughs> I like the phrasing. Basically, it's fit with the phrasing that kind of hurt in my head. Minor obviously being my or mine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Lux referring to Lux Interior, the singer for the Cramps, oh. uh, who is sadly not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, was one of those one of those prototypes for the ultimate rock singer, the ultimate rock personality. You know, like he just had a he was just so cool to listen to and to watch, and to you know, if you were a fan of the Cramps, you really knew exactly where he was kind of coming from. You know, yeah. and so. This song is really about tapping into that inner rock star, that inner rock vibe, that inner rock personality that just wants to love life and 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 just, you know, drink the essence right to the to the last drop, you know. It's about tapping into your inner lux, your inner rock star.
1: Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I can't wait for the world to hear it.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, me too. I think I think people will dig it.
1: Uh yeah, I think so too. Um then also um well, obviously like you're you're very busy with your solo stuff, but also with your bands. Um you should have played this weekend at Wacken Open Air, um which I is know. basically the biggest metal festival of all time. <laughs> so um you should have headlined it with Slipknot. Um what does Wacken uh, means to you? I mean, sadly you cannot play it this year, but what does it mean to you? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Vakken is sacred ground. It's a destination, you know. First of all, being invited to play it finally was, was such an honor. You know, it was something that we were all really, really looking forward to.
1: Why did it take um, so long, though?
0: It took so long for us to, to be invited, mm-hmm. basically, you know. Maybe they just, uh, you know, maybe for whatever reason, they thought maybe we wouldn't do it because we've always been tied to Rock and Ring or Rock and Park or even, you know, full force. We've been so lucky to have played so many great festivals in Germany and all over Europe, really. But really, in Germany as well, you know, Wacken is like the granddaddy. We obviously wanted to play Wacken for so long, and then of course, you know, we finally get the chance to headline it, and this happens, you know. I know. <laughs> so it's like it's like oh, it's so
1: you would have totally man. killed it. Like I've seen you before.
0: Like well, I tell you what, I mean the plan is for us that uh, everything that we were going to play this year, the plan is for us to play next year. So that's, I mean, we are absolutely looking at picking up exactly where we left off. Basically, you know, our plan is to tour like finish this tour cycle and really finish it and do it right. And, and really be able to, you know, bring slipknot to as many different people as possible. Um, Uh So that's the plan, you know, God, God willing, uh, hopefully, you know, things have settled down and things are, you know, start to get back to normal by next year, this time, yeah. and we'll be able to do that. I mean, it's definitely something that we want to do. So, I mean, hopefully. It, you know, if they'll still have us, man, we're coming, I promise
1: yeah hopefully like see me in the mosh pit <laughs> yeah. yeah and then um well as, as we already mentioned um you you know you're doing so much stuff and uh everything like happened during corona how did how did you deal with the whole corona crisis besides being busy and maybe um distracting yourself but also
0: uh you know i mean it was I, it was weird you know like it takes so long to kind of wrap your brain around the fact that you can't go anywhere. You can't Mm. really do anything. I had to force myself to slow down. I had to force myself to really settle down because I'm I'm constantly on the move.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In a weird way, though,
0: you know, making the best of a bad situation, you know, I was able to really spend a lot of time with my family, which was great. Uh, You know, I've been able to to spend some real time at home, been able to, you know, this is the longest I've been off the road in God knows how long, you know, so... I've been able to really kind of uh, get my feet back underneath me and uh, and realize that, you know, I've been able to, as much as I've taken for granted being home sometimes, uh, now I take for granted just the fact that I've been able to see the world and and play so many shows for so many people. Uh, And, you know, maybe I don't want to take that for granted as much anymore, you know, so it's just about... I've realized that I want to be thankful for everything that I have in my life, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. But I, I guess it's nice to recharge. But then also, we cannot <clears throat> wait for you to come back with every project, basically. <laughs> um, right, is, exactly. is there a solo tour planned as well then? Like, because you have to finish, you know, the, the tour cycle with Slipknot. Is there time for a solo tour? Or are you working on a new book as well? Like, what's the next steps I mean, then?
0: I mean, the plan is to do some, some touring on this obviously, but you know, for me, my plan is to do as much as I can with what we can do right now, which is like either virtual shows or, you know, doing, you know, some of the various social distancing shows that they've been talking about doing, um, do as much as we can with what we have next year, finish up touring with Slipknot, finish the tour cycle. And then after that's done, go in and record another solo album. And tour on two albums instead of just one. Okay, that's my plan right now. Yeah, okay. I've got enough. I've got enough material for another two or three albums solo-wise. Like I could, I could keep doing this for a while. That's how many songs I have. Well, that's um, good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a very good thing, right?
1: What about a new book then, as well?
0: You know, I got to be honest. I just haven't been in the mood to write a book. Meeting. Okay. Um, but, you know, America Fifty One took so much out of me, and you know, really kind of reflected in the upheaval that really racked my country for the last four years. It just, it really wiped me out. It, it really taught me a lot about polit- like political books. I was like, you know, I never want to do another political book again. Okay. But at the same time, you know, I, I know me and I know there's certain things that I, I I'd love to write about and I'd love to talk about. So maybe someday, you know, maybe sometime soon I'll, I'll start uh, you know, trying to figure out a, a new book and where to go with it but um, for now it's it's the last thing on my mind I've actually been writing scripts okay for movies
1: horror movies I guess
0: yeah well yeah horror, comedy, horror comedy, uh, horror Western. It's been really, really cool. So I've been kind of delving into that world and learning more about that. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, do something cool soon.
1: Well, that's cool. Great. We cannot wait for all that. Well, then, thank you so much for uh, taking time, for talking to us, Corey Taylor. All the best with your solo record, uh, with Slipknot, you know, with, with everything that you do. And uh, hope to see you soon.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.